the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Crazy. This is Pastor Pearson, the Word of Faith Christosa, here at Sunday, San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome on be back to our radio broadcast as I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful new message with you that I hope will be a blessing to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, God desires to have an intimate relationship with His children. That's one of the reasons why He sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't have and enjoy an intimacy with God. Good news is that there are pathways that we can take to increase our intimacy with God. Each and every one of us needs to know what those pathways are so that we can have and enjoy increased intimacy with the God who loves you and me. Then we can experience a life that He wants to live by you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Tell them it's time to be blessed up in the house of God today. Come on, get three, four folk high five around you and tell them to have an ear to hear what the Lord's about to say. And I'm telling you, y'all about to get blessed up in here, up in here, up in here in Jesus' name. It's so good to see y'all out in the house of God today. My hope is that you came to hear what God's got to say, because if you came to hear from him, hear from him is what you're about to do, because I flat out got a word for you. If you got your Bible with you, I invite you to turn to Matthew chapter 3. And come on, pay attention to what I'm about to share today, because it's going to be a blessing to you. Oh, my God, it's going to bless you in Jesus name. If you got your Bible, I invite you to turn to Matthew chapter three. We're going to get ready to start a new series up in here today. Praise God. Uh, It's going to be called Pathways to Increased Intimacy with God. Pathways to Increased Intimacy with God. Well, praise God. And since that's the case, then we need to learn some pathways to increase intimacy. We're going to read our foundational text. Then we're going to go in on into some awesome information that's going to be a blessing on each and every one of you. So I have an ear to hear what the Lord has to say because he's expecting you to do what he's about to teach you. Matthew chapter three, we'll start reading at verse 13. It reads, then come of Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee and comest thou to me. And Jesus answering said unto him. Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him, did what he told him to do. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Of course, we know that this is the foundational text that gives us our information of what it is that God wants to cause in terms of manifestation in our lives this year. 
This is speaking of Jesus, our elder brother, the one who went before us to be able to show us how it is that we need to do, go and how we need to do so that the same things that happen to him can happen to me and you. Well, we've done it to an extent, but now God wants to inc increase that extent so that we can then be able to have he can have more impact in our lives and be able to have more impact through our lives because we've lined up more with what it is that Jesus did. First of all, Jesus went to be baptized in the River Jordan in order to be able to fulfill all righteousness. Of course, we know that Jesus fulfilled all righteousness for us too, those of us who have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So therefore, we are the righteousness also. Praise God. We are the righteousness of God in him. The second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17 tells us that if any of us be in Christ, we are a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become new and all things are of God. Why? Because him became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Well, we are the righteousness of God in him. So the righteousness of a part is already fulfilled through what Jesus did for me and you. Well, the same thing that happened to Jesus as a result of him doing what he did means that it happened for us because he did it for us. Remember, he did it for us. And the Bible tells us that, lo, the heavens were open unto him. Well, we studied that for a whole year, praise God, to be able to learn that the heavens are open unto you. And those heavens are still open unto you, too. But in order to maximize the opportunity to, and realize all that it is that's available to me and you, we have to also focus on everything else that it said, too. We see that if the spirit of the Lord descended as of a dove. Well, we already know Holy Ghost is in our lives. We've already learned to be led by him. We've already. Amen. We've already learned to be led by him. We've already learned to be guided by him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we've learned to be able to tap in and be able to close the door, let it flow and then do what he tells us. Because now we know exactly what to do, because we know that just like Jesus was led of the spirit, exactly to what God had in store for him. Spirit of the Lord wants to lead me and you to exactly what he has in store for me and you too. But there's another low that's listed here. And it says in verse 17, and lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. That's another low that we should be paying attention to because the word low means to behold and behold means to, to, to gaze intently upon. In hood speak, it means to don't miss this. It means to focus on it. Don't miss this. Why? Because if we miss this, then we will overlook what it is that God wants us to see very clearly. What does he want us to see? That Jesus was his beloved son. We already learned that the word son is the word huios, which means son. It's the word huio, which means son. Praise God. We are huio. We are son. But yet that word son is used widely because it can be either an immediate son or a remote son. It can be either an immediate son or a remote son. As an immediate son, it's one who is close. But as a remote son, it's one who's distance. And it's, and it's quiet as it's kept. And it's kept real quiet. Throughout the body of Christ, you have all types of sons. You have sons who are close, sons who are distant. All of us have his name. All of us are in his family. But all of us don't act like we in his family. And all of us do not benefit from being in the family like we're supposed to. But that's them. I'm not talking about me and you. Because we're not going to be remote sons. We're not going to be distant sons but we're going to be immediate sons because that's the kind of son Jesus was. That's why Jesus could walk in a level of power that nobody else could walk in. That's why Jesus could walk in levels of benefit that none of us ever have had a chance to be able to walk in. Why? Because we've remained distant sons rather than close sons. We've remained immediate. I mean, remote sons rather than immediate sons. Well, it's time to do something immediately. And that's become immediate about our sonship and begin to do what we need to do in order to become 
uh, beloved sons too. That word beloved means dear, which means these are sons who are dear to God. Jesus was a son who was dear to God. And we want to be sons who are dear to God. And we don't want to say it ourselves. We want God to be able to say it of us. We want to be able to hear from heaven that this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Well, that was Jesus had that most of us don't have that allowed him to be able to have that statement made about him. That's not made about us is that he had intimacy between God and himself. He had intimacy between God and himself. Well, God intends to remedy that this year by causing this to be a year that we draw near also to be a year that we draw near also. God wants us to be able to increase in intimacy between him and us so that he can be able to make sure that the same thing happened with the Jesus can also happen to us because this is the time for the sons of God to rise up. This is the time for the sons of God to be able to step up and take their rightful place, but they can't take their rightful place until they take their rightful place because we want our rightful place in society. But God said, no, it begins between you and me. We want our rightful place in society. But God said, no, it begins between you and me, which means that when everything is right between me and you, then I'll make everything right with everything around you. When everything is close between me and you, I'll bring close to you all the things that I have in store for you. Because Jesus walked this earth, never sick a day in his life, never broke a day in his life, never in despair, pulling out his hair, wondering where, oh, where his next check is going to come from. Because everything was already handled. Because that open heaven that opened unto him had full access to it because of his closeness with the father. He was all about his father's business. He, he didn't say nothing other than what his father said. He didn't do nothing other than what his father do. But that is a result of the intimacy that existed between the two. That is a result of the intimacy that existed between the two. Of, between the two. And unfortunately, in the past, that has not been so well happening like that between God and us. Amen. Because we say a lot of stuff other than what the father says. We do a lot of things other than what we see the father do. We conduct ourselves like we don't even know the father sometimes and do all kind of stuff outside of what our family should do. But that was then that ain't now because God is going to show us how to have pathways to increase intimacy with him. Pathways to increase intimacy with him. Because this year, we plan to accept the invitation and take up the challenge for the intimacy between God and us to increase. Some of us plan to accept the invitation and take up the challenge for the intimacy to, of God to increase between us. A few of us intend to take up the challenge and to be able to accept the invitation to allow increased intimacy to happen between God and us. Because we know that there's some stuff waiting on us that will never be able to be manifested in our lives until we step up and have the kind of life that God wants us to have. God says that which is then the Bible teaches that that which is done secretly is going to be rewarded openly. Therefore, the thing that Jesus did secretly that God shared with us in the scripture that was being rewarded openly is going to also be done by us too. praise God. And it's time for us to get at it because God wants increased intimacy between him and us. Just to remind you what intimacy is, let me give you a few definitions. The word intimacy means a close, familiar, and usually affectionate or loving personal relationship with another person or group. It is a close, familiar, and usually affectionate or loving personal relationship with another person or group. Well, in our case, the person is God. And in our case, the, the group is the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and Holy Ghost. 
every one of us is going to have opportunity to be able to increase in our intimacy with them. With God the Father, we're going to get closer to our Father than we've ever been before. To Jesus Christ, our elder brother, we're going to know him like we never did before. And Holy Ghost, we're going to be able to walk with him and be guided by him like we've never done before. We're going to listen to Holy Ghost this year like we never did before. Hallelujah. So that we can be able to benefit from this relationship that exists that is close, familiar, and affectionate like God wants it to be. The word intimacy also means close or warm friendship or understanding. Close or warm friendship or understanding. It relates to personal relationship. Well, God wants us to have close, warm, friendly relationships that bear understanding so that close can replace distant because many of us have been distant with God. Warm can replace cold and lukewarm because some of us are ice cold and lukewarm to the things of God. So that personal can replace impersonal because unfortunately we things have been impersonal between us and God, but God wants it to be personal this year. This is in a year of increased personalness between us and God. But the good part is, is that once this thing is personal between you and God, everything about you becomes personal to God. Whereas God will take care of your problems personally because your per- problems will become his problems and God don't have problems. Your problems will become his problems and God don't have problems, which means you won't have problems. All you need is a close and personal relationship with God. So instead of having a distant, cold and lukewarm, impersonal relationship that will be lived without the benefit of the friendship and understanding of God that we're supposed to have as God's beloved children, we're going to strive and have and enjoy an increase of close and warm friendship with the living God that comes equipped with understanding like God wants us to have. Everybody knows Abraham, but one of the reasons why everybody knows Abraham, because Abraham was a friend of God. Folk about to know you. Folk about to lay claim to knowing you because of their close and personal relationship with God and the friendship that's going to develop between the two of you. Synonyms include closeness. God wants closeness. Closeness means nearness. He wants us to get nearer to him. Nearer, my God, to thee. That's what's going to happen with you and me because this is a year for increased nearness with God. Familiarity is another thing that this synonym is. Familiarity. Well, this is a year for increased familiarity to God to be had and enjoyed by me and you. Familiarity. The word familiarity means an absence of ceremony and formality. An absence of ceremony and formality. Get Get ready to get rid of all your formality and get ready to pick up some familiarity. Come on now. You speak to everybody else by their first name, last name, Mr. or Mrs. But your honey, your baby, your sugar dump, your lump. You know what I'm saying? You speak to them a little bit differently. Praise God. Amen. Y'all do, don't you? Well, amen. It's going to benefit you in more ways than one then. Praise God. Because as you become more familiar with God, you're going to become more familiar with the folk you're supposed to be familiar with. I said supposed to be familiar with. We get into that later. Praise God. Warmth is going to increase because warmth is an effect of being intimate and attached to God. Why? Because God's an all consuming fire. 
So if you get closer to God, you get closer to the fire, then warmth is going to fire you up too. And you're going to get warmer and warmer about the things of God as well as what God wants you to do. The word warmth means liveliness of feelings, emotions or sympathies, enthusiasm or zeal, liveliness of feelings, emotions or sympathies, enthusiasms or zeal. That when you come to church, folk don't think you at a ball game. Because instead of screaming about a pigskin going across a line or a ball going through a hoop, you're going you're gonna to scream about his holy name. Because you're going to have a zeal about you. You're going to become zealous Christians. Fired up Christians. Pumped up crazy Christians. Hallelujah. Folk going to be laid littered all over the place. Praise God. Right now they're getting up. As soon as I get ready to start preaching, so pretty soon it ain't gonna, they ain't gonna have nothing to do with it. Praise God. They're gonna be down there anyway. Bunk all that. I'm not, they're before the Lord. They ain't gonna know nobody else is here. Is anybody here of ever here? Because of this increased intimacy that way you're gonna draw near. But we'll talk about that later. And the last of the synonyms is affection. Affection. The word affection means fond attachment, devotion, or love. Get ready to have a fond attachment to God. You're already attached. You're about to have a fond attachment. Because some of us are there, but we don't necessarily like it. But we're about to be there and like it. In fact, we're going to love it. In fact, we're going to love it a lot. In fact, we're going to love it off the hook. We're going to be giddy about being with God. Praise God. Excited about being with God. Thrilled about being with God. Telling everybody about it. Praise God. You know, when you first got your boyfriend or girlfriend, opposite sex, of course. You know, when you first got your boyfriend or or girlfriend, blessed be the name of the Lord. And when you was all in love, you was telling everybody about him and stuff, walking around grinning all the time. Praise God. Amen. It wasn't that far back, was it? <laughs> well, it's about to return. But this time it's going to be with God. Praise God. Because you'll be telling everybody about him. Praise God. Because he's going to ignite the emotional realm of your love, the emotional realm of your love. So you don't be all mechanical and robotic and stuff but you're gonna be law loosey goosey with god praise god and just enjoy yourself and because also emotions feelings and sentiment are tied to attach or to affection emotions feelings and sentiment well this is a wonderful desire for each of us to have to be able to step into this but desire is not enough desire is not enough we also have to have a way to get there you always got to have a way to get there and i love the lord because every time he provides you a word, a word in the midst of that word is a way to do it. Because God never tells you to do something without telling you how to do it. God never shares with you an opportunity to have something without sharing you how to get it. Because God's not going to tell you what you can have. He's going to tell you what you need to do to get it. That's why we're going to be talking about pathways to intimacy with God. Pathways with intimacy with God. Because there are things that we that can be done to increase the probability of us successfully increasing our in intimacy with God. There are things that can be done to increase the probability of us successfully increasing our intimacy with God. There's things we can do. These things are what we'll call the pathways to increase intimacy with God. The word pathway I'll give you three definitions. The word pathway means a path course, route, or way. It's a path, course, route, or way, which means there's a path that God is going to lay for you. 
that's going to take you directly to increase intimacy between him and you. There's a course that he's going to put you on so that you don't have to try to figure out how to get there. He's already going to tell you how to get there. Ask me why. Because he wants you to get it more than he than you want to get it. So he's already set the way for you ahead of time. He's already got the pathway set up for you ahead of time. He's already going to tell you these are the things I say for you to do if you want to increase intimacy between me and you. I'm going to give you the route. I'm going to give you the way because I am the way, the truth and the life. And to be able to get to what it, the life he has in store for you. Second definition for pathway is a route to or way of access to. A route to or way of access to. God's going to give you the exact way to be able to get to and get access to him like you've never done before. The exact way to get to and have access to him like you never did before. Know exactly what the door to go through. Know exactly how to be able to get through it. Know exactly what to do and when to do, how to do and everything else to do. I'm telling you, it's going to be exciting to me. I, I don't know about you. Third definition is a way of reaching or achieving something, a way of reaching or achieving something. God wants you to reach your destination of increased intimacy between him and you. So he's going to give you the way of reaching it. God wants you to achieve something. What does he want you to achieve? Increase intimacy between him and you. So therefore, he's going to tell you exactly what to do in order to be able to get there. Turn with me to James, please. James chapter four. I find this very appropriate, praise God, because come on, VBBS, James was the very first pastor of the very first church, the very first pastor of the very first church. So he had a congregation that was there to receive some information. And that information that God wanted them to receive was what they need to do to be able to have access to him and step into all he has in store for them to do. James chapter four. Here we'll find an invitation has been extended to us by God. An invitation has been extended to us by God. Let's read about it. James chapter four, starting with verse seven. It says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Can I put a pause button right here? Sound like another church I know called Word of Faith. That's been learning how to humble themselves under the mighty hand of God. That he may exalt them in due time. And that when the devil rise up and say something, praise God, then we can resist the devil steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in the brother and that are in the world. But the God of all grace will have called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, that after we've suffered a while, he'll make us perfect, establish, strengthen and settle us so that he can be glorified. and We can have dominion in, in Jesus name. Amen. But see, there's something else that follows that, that he wants that not just that we walk around resisting devils but that we also do something else. And that's found in verse eight. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. We're going to get to that part later. Let's focus today on draw nigh to God. God has given us an invitation, brothers and sisters. He's extended it to me and you. And that is to draw nigh to him so that he can do for us what he wants to do. Draw nigh to him so that he could do for us what he wants us to do. God desires for his people to draw nigh to him. God desires for his people to draw nigh to him. God, the father, the original God father is coming to you and says, I've done some things for you. Now I want you to do something for me. 
draw nigh to me. And he even tells you what he'll do. You draw nigh to me, I'll draw nigh to you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. Brothers and sisters, I hope that you're learning that God really has opened doors of opportunity for you and me to have a closer, intimate relationship with Him. A door of opportunity that He opened so that we could walk through. A door of opportunity that we'll be so glad that we walk through when we do. Into a closer, more intimate relationship with God. So that we can receive and achieve everything that God wants experienced and enjoyed by me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults ages 18 through 30-ish who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. AGW hanging. Childcare is provided at no charge. And VIP transportation services are available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints who are in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. For the thought that being young and saved is boring, must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.